everyone and welcome back to another episode of the too much and never enough podcast i am back in boston i'm recording this actually in my bathroom which might be a little bit echoey but it's the quietest part of my apartment so it is what it is so i'm sorry if the audio is a little bit weird i'm gonna try to figure it out and figure out the best space to do it while i'm here it's just hard when there's two other people especially doing it in the daytime when we are in class so i'm actually doing this right before one of my classes i have a class at 5 p.m and it's four right now so kind of a later class but that's okay i wanted to get it done today so um just for context today is thursday when is it january 28th um and i'm so excited to be back i know i did have some audio issues last time it's just because I was too close to the mic and I hope I fixed it, but I don't actually know. I have to stay pretty close to the mic in the bathroom because otherwise it sounds really echoey. So we will see. We will see. So anyway, so we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But like I said last week, today I'm going to be talking about how social media has impacted me um, and my kind of self-worth um, and how I view myself in my own life and how I have, as of recently, tried to fix my somewhat unhealthy relationship with social media so i want to start off by saying a couple things that i did not address or want to reiterate um the second episode after listening back to the first one i want to explain the meaning of the title of my podcast i feel like too much like i have always been kind of described as too much like i'm definitely an out there type of personality and I'm a very honest person, and so some people think of that as being too much. But I also have felt very often like I'm not enough of various things. Um, so I felt like it was a fitting title. I know it's kind of long, but there's an acronym, so it's all good. So yes, that is what... I also feel like those are two things that women often feel. Like they're either too much, uh, you know, they're not fe- feminine enough or quiet enough or whatever, um, and they're not enough. You know, they're always um, criticized for how they dress, how they look, stuff like that. So that is the title of the podcast. I wanted to explain that. I also wanted to tell you guys to follow me on Instagram. I started posting on there. I think it's cute. I like the theme I have going on. Um, And so it's at T-M-N-E, which is the acronym, podcast on Instagram. So at T-M-N-E. Also, if you click my, um, if you found my podcast through Anchor, there should be a link to my Instagram on there. Anchor is a great platform because I'm able to distribute it. It's free and I'm able to distribute it. Um, this is not an ad, but I'm able to distribute it to all of the various places that you can listen to um, without having to go through them individually, which is so nice. And I also wanted to plug my Love Island podcast, which I know I did talk about last episode but i want to plug it again i have a love island podcast called we got a text we talk my oh well it's with my roommate and best friend jenny and we talk about all things love island so that one's through bu so we haven't started recording again but we should have an episode up in the next couple of weeks and i'll let you guys know when that happens so that's what i wanted to do for the intro i'm also thinking maybe i should do like a little intro question thing but i don't know what to do so i'll wait on that um but definitely follow me on instagram so now i want to get into the social media conversation and i want to start off and explain my own relationship with social media the ones i use that sort of thing so i'll first start off with the platforms i have i mean i have basically every social media um the main ones i use are instagram i'd say instagram twitter tiktok for sure youtube i guess 
And then I also have Facebook, which I don't use very much. I only made it to get into like Facebook groups for college. Visco, did I already mention Visco? I don't know. Visco, I do use it as a social media and photo editing app. Um, YouTube, which I have mixed feelings about it being a social media, but we'll get into that in a second. Pinterest, oh, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is great. Pinterest is like the only like, well, no, Pinterest can be toxic. It depends on how you use it. Um, Snapchat, I hate Snapchat. I hate Snapchat literally so much. I don't really use it anymore, but I have it. Um, and then LinkedIn, I feel like LinkedIn, like I don't go on LinkedIn that much unless I'm like looking for internships or something. Um, but I do have one in a Tumblr. I don't really go on Tumblr that much anymore either, like ever. I don't think I've gone on Tumblr in the past like four months, but I do have it. Um, I just wanted to like list all the ones that I have so you guys have a baseline for what I'm dealing with. And personally, my biggest issue is by far with Instagram. I have an incredibly unhealthy relationship with Instagram and I've realized that more so this year than like ever before. As my big, big issue, especially at a school like BU, where there's a lot of wealthy people, because um, I think that that's part of it, <laughs> you know, they're able to get all these really nice clothes and whatever, and I'm con also, it's, Instagram is so curated, well, social media in general, like, it's, it looks too, too perfect, and everyone's so specific, most people are so specific about what they post, um, and so that's definitely part of the problem, obviously, but I think we all know that, but my biggest issue is not even with, like, obviously seeing, like, Kendall Jenner and, like, her body and stuff, that, that is an issue, but at the same time, my bigger issue is comparing myself with people my age that go to my same school, because um, there's so many different types of people at BU, and again, a lot of them are incredibly wealthy, um, and it's hard having to look at that every single day and be like, oh, why am I not doing that? Why do I not look like that? Why? Because we're the same age, we go to the same school, we do the same thing, so why am I not her? And when I look at a, like a Kardashian or something, it's different because obviously I understand they're, they are tremendously wealthier than I am. Um, and they just have a whole, I can't really relate to them. They have a whole different life than I do, but someone who goes to my school is in the same grade as me. That's where I have a lot of my problems, um, and self doubt and like issues with my self worth. Um, so that's been my, it definitely has gotten worse since I've I've come to college for sure um so also I just follow more people because there's more people my high school is very very large there are seven maybe 700 people in my class my graduating class um so it's a pretty large high school um public high school but I just didn't really feel that way in high school obviously there was still comparison for sure and jealousy like of course but not to the same extent and I think it's because I follow so many more people at BU and like you know there's so many like it girls that go to BU and so I have a lot I don't know it just creates a lot of problems um I also think I care way too much about my followers which I realized recently back backtrack here I watched a video a couple weeks ago about how this girl um maybe I'll link it in the description of this it was very very helpful basically she was talking about how she helped deal with her toxic relationship with um, mainly Instagram and she said that she unfollowed a bunch of people that she either didn't know or like anyone that didn't give her joy and she also had an issue with like hate stalking where she I don't know if that's a term she uses like something like that 
um, where she would look at people's pages that she knew that she hated and it would just make her more mad. And I do that. And I didn't even realize I did that until she said that. And I was like, or maybe not hate, but like dislike or whatever. Um, most of the people are from high school. Um, I don't like know, like BU's too big for me to like dislike a ton of people. I don't really dislike anyone at BU, but, um, I certainly have people I dislike from high school and I, I did find myself, but I didn't even like, I wasn't aware that I was doing it and that that's what it was, but that was a hundred percent what it was. Um, and so I went on like an unfollow spree. Instagram only let me unfollow. Like I was following a lot of people. So I unfollowed like 200 people, um, that I like either didn't know or didn't like or whatever, didn't need to be following. And a bunch of people unfollowed me back, which means that they have, first of all, I don't know how they found out. Cause a lot of these people from, were from BU that like I followed when I, first came to BU but like I don't know them and I don't need to be following them and a lot of people were from high school that I don't necessarily like or like need to be following or anything and so a lot of these people I'm like how did you even figure out that I unfollowed you this is a total sidetrack but I think that they have like one of those apps or whatever that tells you which I think is so freaking weird but whatever but I realized I dropped below a thousand on Instagram and it actually upset me and I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. This cannot be upsetting me. Um, and it did. And I already knew I had a problem. I had, I knew I had a problem back in like November. Um, and this happened like a couple weeks ago. So it was more recent, but I was like, I thought I had gotten better cause I'd already been limiting my social media intake for almost three months, but I hadn't, or I, I maybe I had, but I still had those like terrible thoughts in my head about that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I do, honestly, it's super vain, but I do care about the followers. And that's something that now that I've realized that more recently, I, I also want to fix. So that's a little bit of a backstory on my relationship with social media. And then I want to talk about how I did some light <laughs> emphasis on light um, research on how social media can affect your mental health and stuff like that. And so I wanted to share that with you guys and provide more context um, and kind of zoom out from my personal experience um, to the majority of internet users, social media users, their experience with how this can affect their mental health, if that makes sense. So I first want to do some just like basic numbers. <laughs> so Pew Research Center, which is great, love them. <laughs> they have a study and they found that nearly seven in every 10 Americans use social media, um, which is kind of crazy because obviously, I mean, there's a fair amount of older people in the country. Um, and so that's a hefty number. And then 69% of US adults are users of social media which, I mean, that's like the same freaking number. That's what nearly seven and 10 is. Um, and this one is the one that I want to focus on the most because I'm, how old am I? Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot how old I am. I'm 19. I'm almost 20, but um, my birthday is in April. I'm an Aries for anyone <laughs> curious. But 86% of 18 to 29 year olds are social media users, which is a high, high number. And basically everyone I know that's my age is on social media. My brother, who's in middle school, he has had an Instagram for years. Um, so 
it's a thing and it really affects me so i was curious how it affects other people so i found some information from the center for mental health and i want to read i want to read a passage from this article that they released it's kind of long so it's quote (laughs) it is thought that addiction to social media affects around five percent of young people and was recently described as potentially more addictive than alcohol and cigarettes its addictive nature owes to the degree of com- compulsivity with which it is used. The urge to check one's social media may be linked to both instant gratification and dopamine production, which is the chemical in the brain associated with reward and pleasure. The desire for a hit of dopamine coupled with a failure to gain instant gratification may prompt users ugh, whoa, may prompt users to perpetually refresh their social media feeds. End quote. Like, wow. <laughs> so we're basically addicted basically um which is one of the reasons i realize i have this like fear of being addicted to things i hate that i'm addicted to caffeine but i am um there's been several times in my life where i've cut caffeine out because i don't like the idea of being addicted to things and i knew that other than caffeine the only other thing that i'm like really addicted to is social media and checking my phone and so in november i think it was like late november i realized that i needed to cut down on my bigger issue was not even obviously I waste my time on it very clearly I waste my time on it but I would rather I wanted to start small I was like I don't just want to completely cut out kind of lazy activities like that but I'd rather watch a movie and whatever let's watch a movie listen to a podcast watch YouTube than be checking instagram constantly and subconsciously be or even consciously honestly be comparing myself to people obviously you can still compare yourself to people on youtube and in movies and stuff but it's it's not the same because like i said my issue is more with people my age they go to my school that do the same things and why don't i look like them because it's it seems more obtainable um so yes so i realized i had an addiction to that um and you know when i would post stuff i would constantly be checking who liked it um and who didn't or when i posted a story i'd be checking who liked my story who didn't and that's a problem i also had an issue i've never been one to have like a lot of friends i normally have a few really really good friends like best friends but i don't have a giant group of people um I just don't have a ton of friends. I'm, and over the years, I've been very, very self-conscious of it. Now I've kind of accepted it more and have decided that I think it's better. (laughs) Um, Because I'd rather be really, really close to, you know, a few people, less than five people, than have a ton of friends that I'm like surface level close to. So I've accepted it. But for a long time, it was a big insecurity of mine. And comments on Instagram have caused me to have complete breakdowns. Not recently, but um, more so in high school, because um, I just didn't have a ton of friends that would comment on my pictures. But then some girls from my high school would get like 50 comments, and that really bothered me. And it would actually bother me when my friends didn't comment, um, because I felt like it made me look like I had no friends. And since that was always something I was self-conscious of, that that just it didn't make me feel good. And it definitely caused some serious breakdowns and self-doubt during high school. Um, and I still have, the, I, 
I will admit, I've still had those thoughts since coming to college. They didn't just go away. Um, God, my voice sounds raspy. I need my Dunkin' coffee. But the comments for me, it wasn't even likes. Likes were never really my big issue, but comments were. So yeah, that's definitely something that I've struggled with. So that's when they're talking about addiction. The Center for Mental Health also in that same article referred a lot to FOMO, um, which is the fear of missing out. And FOMO is associated with lower mood and life satisfaction, according to the Center for Mental Health. And FOMO is a big thing, more so in college for sure. Um, but honestly, especially during the pandemic, I shouldn't, and I haven't, I haven't been going anywhere. People shouldn't not be going to places, but people are. And it makes me upset because I'm like, well, two, two reasons, obviously why it makes me upset. Cause it's stupid and they should not be doing that. And it's incredibly selfish, but it's also like, God, I wish I could do that. But you know what? I'm like an actual, like nice person who doesn't want people to die (laughs) or end up in the hospital um and is incredibly willing to wait (laughs) until it's completely safe for me to be able to do those things but people from school do that and it makes me upset because I do have a fear of missing out I think in high school that was also a thing for sure um I was in a friend group for a little while I mean I'm I moved from another part of North Carolina from High Point North Carolina to outside of Raleigh um, right before I started high school. So I didn't know any of these people. Um, and I ended up kind of becoming part of a friend group and because I was the newest member and they had known each other for years, there were times where they did stuff without me and it made me really, really upset. So FOMO is a thing. Obviously you wouldn't know about those things unless you had social media. Like if we didn't have social media, I wouldn't know that whatever my friends went to the beach without me or whatever. Um, so that's definitely a problem. So the third source that I found was McLean Hospital, which is, or is it McLean? I don't know. McLean? I don't, I don't know. It's a psychiatric hospital in Belmont, Massachusetts. Um, This is from online, their description. Um, And it's noted for its clinical staff, expertise, and neuroscience research. Apparently also a lot of famous people (laughs) have been treated here. Um, So it's so reputable, right? So they're talking about, they talk a lot about comparisons. And so when people look at other social media activity and stuff, they make comparisons and also, which deals a lot with FOMO, but also they make comparisons between likes and comments. So yeah, they're saying like, did I get as many likes as someone else? Or why didn't this person like my post, but the other, but this other person did. Um, And that we search for validation on the internet, which obviously is not, like very clearly is not healthy. Um, This article also brings up photo editing apps, like where you like, obviously like, I I don't think putting a filter on like, whatever turning up the saturation is bad at all but where you like edit your body edit your skin i've done i've never edited my body just because i know that that's a, a you know that's a slippery slope and so i've never done it um i also have this deep fear of somebody seeing me on social media and meeting me in real life and thinking i'm whatever not as pretty or whatever and so I don't want to do that because I don't want to ever anyone to ever meet me in real life and be like, what? What's happening? So I've never used those. I have edited like a pimple like out, which I don't have a huge problem with, but it just it adds to the perfection that we 
try to make our social media feeds, um, which is obviously not healthy. Um, and so they have this McLean, 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 I don't know, hospital has um, recommendations for kind of how to have a healthier relationship with social media. So they reference a 2018 um, UPenn University of Pennsylvania study um, that suggests that self-monitoring, whoa, self-monitoring, monitoring can change one's perception of social media. So they looked at 143 undergrads um, and they were randomly assigned to two groups. The first group was asked to limit Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat to 10 minutes per platform per day while the second was asked to continue to use their social media as usual for three weeks. The limited group showed significant reductions in loneliness and depression during those three weeks over the group that continued using social media. Both groups showed significant decreases in anxiety and fear of missing out compared to where they were at the study's beginning, is what this study said. So that's that kind of leads me into kind of the closing for this podcast episode i know it's kind of shorter um but i feel like it's a kind of niche um topic but i kind of did that i started with setting limits so i limited i think i started with just limiting instagram um i think i limited it to maybe 15 minutes a day i don't know if you have a iphone it's really really easy to do um and so that would be the first thing that i recommend for anyone who is struggling with social media and feels like it has it's having a tremendous effect on your mental health and how you view yourself i would set app limits so i think now i have i have limit on instagram of five minutes and also i periodically if i found myself because now i'm more aware of it like the thoughts i'm having so if i found myself having it i'm on my personal instagram and i have some like bad thoughts or something or i find myself comparing i actually just log out of my account they have a thing where you can log out but not like completely log out where like you know you'll forget your password or whatever but also it's uh, important to note that I, ha- I have a regular Instagram, I do have a Finsta, and then I have my two podcast Instagrams, the one for this one and the one for my Love Island one. I'm logged into all of those. I feel like obviously my podcast Instagram, I consider those more like, not work, but like it's a hobby, like I want to keep them up and I don't want to limit the time I spend on them necessarily because I like need to post. Um, and Finsta, I don't really have, honestly, the only reason, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, the only reason I go on Finsta is because I follow TikTok room on there. And I like the drama sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that's the only, I mean, no one really uses Finsta anymore. Posts, I don't really post anymore. But, um, and I never use Finsta to like complain about my life. Um, I just, I'll post like funny things. I do go on there to look at TikTok room, embarrassingly. But that's the first thing I did. So I, I have a five minute limit on Instagram. I'm going to be honest. I go over it every single day, but normally I go over it for posting on the podcast account. Um, at least uh, recently. Um, or if I'm like posting something on Instagram, I haven't completely cut out Instagram. I'm debating whether or not I want to completely cut out my Rinsa. It's just like sometimes my friends send me things on there or I need it for some other purpose. And so I don't know if I want to completely cut it out, but I'll keep you guys updated on that decision. Snapchat's limited. I don't remember what Snapchat might be five minutes. 
Um, Snapchat's limited. Twitter is limited, which that one, I'm going to be honest, is the one that I go over the most um, because I like to use Twitter. I like to look at what's trending. I like to know the things. Um, when The Bachelor's on, I like, like, I literally am on Twitter the entire two hours that I'm watching The Bachelor. Um, because I like to know what the people are saying. People on Twitter are really, really funny. So that one's probably the one that I go over my limit the most. But I also don't really have... I think my issue with Twitter is less about the comparison and more about, like, I'm desensitized to <laughs> terrible news. So I feel like that's a totally separate issue that I do think social media has kind of caused a bit. Um, so, so yeah. Um, what else do I have? I have a limit on Visco, but I do edit all my photos on there. And so it's hard. Like I normally go over my limit, but I try not to check my feed. I try only to go over my limit when I'm just editing my photos. I'm trying to think what else I did. I do want to say I view, I have a mixed relationship with TikTok because I do think that just because a lot of the people who are very famous are very very pretty um and so I do think there's a lot of comparison there but I have an issue with it because it's also like entertainment to me it's an entertainment app I feel the same way about YouTube I feel less awful about YouTube YouTube to me is like just like watching a movie um or something but TikTok I do think has a, a more significant social media component for sure um and so I definitely don't have the healthiest relationship with TikTok I am sure but I have a hard time setting limits on it just because I do use it as if it's an entertainment situation and so I don't know um I don't know how I feel about TikTok yet but I did have a I think I do have an app limit on it but I think it's like 45 minutes um and I've never gone over it because especially recently because I've just been busier with actual like <laughs> actual things I don't know school and then, so that's setting app limits. That's the first thing that I would recommend. The second thing that I'd recommend doing is, especially on Instagram, I would recommend unfollowing people. I'd recommend doing the same thing that I would do. Um, and then you might also realize, like I did, that f my following, the number at the top of my Instagram page did mean something to me and did contribute to my self-worth. So, but now I know that. That's the thing. Now I know that, that I have that toxic relationship with my following in the number that's up there and so now that's something else that I can try to work on so I'd recommend unfollowing people I would especially recommend unfollowing people that you hate stock because I realized that I did that and I do think it makes me more angry because I look at their page and like of course it makes me because I don't like them and so I'm looking at multiple pictures of them and I don't like them I might not like their friends you know what I mean so then it just it instantly I'm not like furious but obviously it instantly puts me in more of a a downer type of mood so yeah i would definitely recommend unfollowing people apparently there's a limit to how many people you can unfollow in a day because i tried unfollowing like 200 300 people and it wouldn't let me so <laughs> i don't know i didn't test it again but um just because i lost i chose to just like log out of my instagram instead of unfollowing people but i think i'll try again maybe in a few days but that's the second thing that i'd recommend doing the third thing that i'd recommend doing is finding other activities because again for me it wasn't oh i'm wasting so much time on social media i for sure am <laughs> but my bigger issue that i want to tackle first was that i know it had an effect on my mental health and how i viewed myself um and so i was like 
honest honest to god i'm fine with wasting my time but i want to waste my time with things that aren't contributing to negative thoughts about myself and how i look and whatever so i would first start with just you know making a list of movies you want to watch or document i mean if you want to try to like actually learn something (laughs) not that you can't learn something from like a fictional movie but you know find some documentaries or something that you want to watch on netflix make a list and go through them and spend your time doing that instead of going on instagram um because obviously we all want downtime i completely understand that but it's much better to in my opinion to watch something whatever um even if it's something i don't know stupid like something superficial i mean i'm gonna say vampire diaries and people are gonna be like oh but that like it's not superficial or whatever like i'm not hating on vampire diaries i'm just saying like obviously i mean you're not learning that much it's a show about vampires but you know you're maybe maybe you're comparing yourself to nina dobra because she's gorgeous but it's not the same thing you know what i mean so that's the first thing I would recommend with that, like doing other activities such as like watching a movie or shows. And then if you want to get even more <laughs> into kind of changing your routine, if you're not a reader already, start reading. I've been reading. I mentioned that in the first podcast episode. I'm trying to read a book. Well, I am reading a book a week. Um, I'm successfully doing it. In fact, I'm almost two weeks ahead of my schedule. Um, I'm reading The Chronicles of Narnia right now, and it's literally so good. I had never read it, but I do like those movies, especially because they're like Christian. So I grew up in a Christian household. And so those movies to me were like my Harry Potter as a kid. So I literally am obsessed with those movies. So, yeah, I'm watching Prince Caspian right now, and I'm about to start Prince Caspian. Um, I think I'm going to start today, actually. And that is such a good movie. That is by far the best one in the trilogy. There's seven books, but there's just three movies. So, anyways, that was such a sidetrack. I'm reading a book every single week, and it is taking up my time. I mean, I read, you know, 30 to 50, sometimes 100 if I'm really feeling crazy, pages a day, and so that takes up almost an hour of my day every day that I might have otherwise been spending on Instagram feeling bad about myself. So that's what I recommend. I have, I actually made a notion, which I don't know if you guys have seen what it is, but it's like a virtual bullet journal. And so I have a reading directory on there and I love filling it out. I love checking off that I finished a book. It feels so satisfying. And you know, building my vocabulary. That's the thing. Find books that you like. I realized that I, I either like, I was talking to my roommate, Danny about this. I either like extreme fantasy, like the Chronicles of Narnia or like Harry Potter, or I like realistic fiction. The in-between stuff, I actually didn't really love Little Women, um, because it was, it wasn't, exciting enough for me and to come like to combat like I love the perks of being a wallflower because it's it's not like a it's not a thrilling book it's not um but it's something that I can relate to because it's not that far away little women to me that just seems so far away like time wise and so I just I couldn't get into it so find what you like to read Honestly, I mean, I read Alice in Wonderland, which is like a children's book, basically, and I loved it because <laughs> it's extreme, extreme fantasy. 
read books that you read as a kid. I don't know, like easy reads. You don't have to read a classic book, but just like spend time doing something else. So that's what I would suggest. And I would first definitely suggest the app limits because honest to God, it has changed. I think it is starting to change my life. And I just don't check it as much. Like it's so nice. Um, And I'm not, I'm just not comparing myself to people as much. So that's what I recommend. I know this is a shorter episode than last time. It's only... 34 minutes right now but I'm sure I'm gonna edit it down a lot because I say um so much it is actually criminal but I hope you guys like today's episode I'm so excited um I'm not really quite sure what I want to let me actually look it up because I have written down a bunch of notes for episodes I want to do but I don't remember what I said I wanted to do next week oh I know what I want to do next week um I think I'm gonna do an episode on how going online has affected my mental health my obviously just so many things affect my my mental health oh my lord but yeah I think I want to do an episode about how last semester really affected me because it did but it didn't hit me until the second half of the semester and then it was really downhill really really quick and I want to talk about that because I know a lot of people my age are feeling like their best moments and you know what's supposed to be like the best time in their life is slipping away. I don't necessarily agree that this was destined to be the best time of my life. I I have no clue what that would be. Um, I feel like I'll never think a period of my life is the best time of my life. If that makes sense. Like I always hope that it gets better and better. That's surprising because I'm normally very pessimistic. Maybe that's the optimist in me like jumping out. Um, But I do want to do an episode on that and also I have some I've done some light research for it again and like today's episode and I want to find how it's affecting other people and give you guys some stats and actually like put it into context again zoom out from my own lens and look at it from all these other students you know there's elementary school kids which I can't even imagine like having those formative years like on online school that just oh god it's awful um middle schoolers which actually they might be the luckiest ones because they get out of the really awkward years and get to do it online um high schoolers I can't even imagine like people who have missed I mean I'm not that I know people love their prom but like to me that wasn't that big of a deal but like graduation that's a big deal those kinds of things those last moments with you know your high school friends and people like me who are in college and their whole college experience is being ripped up so I want to talk about that also just like learning in general online because it's it's been interesting it's been interesting so I think that's what next week's episode is going to be about again please follow me on Instagram I really want to try to get this podcast out like I want people to listen to it so yeah so follow me on Instagram again it's at tmne podcast and follow oh follow my low island podcast as well i can't remember what it's what the instagram is let me let me see okay so our love island instagram is at we got a text podcast all like one word or whatever so follow that one too and again we will be releasing an episode in the next two weeks so yeah again i hope you guys really enjoyed this episode and i hope that you consider making some of these changes in your own life and try to limit your own social media intake and maybe it'll make you feel better about yourself i really really hope so so thank you guys so much for listening and i'll talk to you guys next week bye